大家平安。Peace to you all. 今天晚上我们的题目是真爱的根源。The topic for tonight is the roots of true love. 我们有时候看到一棵树。Sometimes we see a tree. 我们看到一棵树长得非常的茂密。Um, it may be a very tall and prosperous tree. 很多叶子。Lots of leaves. 为什么？ Why? Because it has a healthy root. If a tree is grown very tall, and it's very steady, why is that? Because it has very good roots. A tree has grown from a seed, and the seed will develop from its roots. So let's look at this in a spiritual perspective. 好像植物需要根。Just like how all plants need roots. 如果爱要真实，要让人家有得到益处。If a love, if love is to be true and to be beneficial to others, then um. 同样，它也需要有根。Then it also needs roots. 今天很多世界上所讲的爱，没有真正的根。Uh, a lot of love that is supposedly talked about in this world are without roots. Some people say, I love you, and it's purely emotional. Or perhaps this relationship is beneficial to them. In reality, secular love is without roots. Now, the love that comes from God, it has roots. Just like a plant with very good roots, its roots will go deep down into the soil, grasp onto it to steady the plant and to find nourishment. The roots of true love will enter our hearts and very souls. When we have true love, we will take the hurt of our hearts, our pains, our suffering, and our suffering. When there's true love uh, rooting in our heart, we will remove all the hatred, the oppression, and all the negative components. When we study uh, the book of 1 Timothy, there's this one verse that mentions what is the root of love. Let's take a look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. First Timothy chapter one verse five. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Here it tells us that the root of love has three points. This love comes from a pure heart, a good conscience. And it is born from a sincere faith. If the root is healthy, then the love that grows from it will also be healthy. But if you're experiencing what we call root rot, then what will be growing from it will also be unhealthy. It will eventually die. 好，那我们今天就围绕着这一节来查考真爱的根源。Today, surrounding this verse, we will study the topic, the roots of true love. 首先，这里保罗说，命令的总归就是爱。Here, ah,、uh, Paul first of all mentions that the goal of this command is love. 保罗有给提摩太很多的命令。
Paul has given a lot of instruction or command to Timothy to teach him how to pastor the church. But this instruction is not for rebuke, but it is out of love. Jesus, uh, through the Bible, has given us a lot of commands. Similarly, these commands are also out of love. In addition, this love tells us to love each other. You can learn so much from the Bible, uh, whether it's the original text or historical components or the context. Even if you study your entire life, it would be impossible to be experts on every book and every chapter. And, and uh, even theological scholars, most of them are specialists on one to two books. However, if you understand one thing, then you can understand the whole Bible. Let's take a look at uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 34. Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 34. A new command, a new command I give you: love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Here, a new command Jesus gave to the disciples. Which is to love one another. All 66 books in the Bible, if you uh, condensed it into one word, 就是一个字, it would be one single word, love. 不会爱, After reading so much, but you cannot love, then you read it all for nothing. 听了一辈子, you listen to the gospel all your life, but you do not put love into action, then you listen to it for nothing. 信了一辈子, you believed your entire life, you come to church every week. But if you do not know how to love one another, then what was your faith for? Then this is the root, this is the condensation of this new command, which is love. And uh, you may have been required to go to theological school to study a lot. But if you know how to love God and love man, then you have grasped the main points of the Bible. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 14. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14. Here it says that uh, the entire law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbor as yourself. The same thing it's telling us. Reading so much of the Bible, the single word is the matter. How do you love? It's very simple. How you love yourself, you love others. Uh, most people take care of ourselves. Uh, you eat the most delicious things yourself. The most comfortable seat you want for yourself. The most beautiful clothing you want to put it on yourself. Uh, we are quite good at loving ourselves. 
Jesus said, "If you use this kind of love to love others, then you're doing it right." 不是我们不爱自己。It's not that we don't love ourselves. 我们用爱自己的爱去爱别人。But that we have to use our the kind of love we show ourselves onto others. 所以啊，我们在信仰上面不能忽略爱心。So um during our faith, we cannot neglect to love. 啊，但是爱心啊，也是有根基啊。But there is a root to love. Today, many societies have many twisted love. In the society today, there's a lot of twisted love. They say, "Oh, just we two love each other, no matter what politics, no matter what other people see." The saying is that as long as we love each other, then forget about what's right or wrong, forget about other people's opinions. They have twisted the true principle of love. They have twisted the true principle of love. 就好像一棵树，如果根基坏掉了、烂掉了，整棵树上面也是会坏掉。Just like if you look at a tree, if its roots started to rot, then you will start to see decay up above as well. 所以我们要讲真爱的根源。Therefore, we have to talk about the roots of true love. 这个根源啊，可以用在我们的日常的生活当中。Um, the roots we see it in everyday life. 无论你是夫妻之间的爱 ，whether it's love between spouses， 啊，手足之间的爱。Or perhaps between parent and children. 教会弟兄姐妹的。Ah, between siblings, between church members. 我们都需要有这爱的三个根源。We have to have these three root components of love. 这个爱才是神所祝福的，神所允许的。Ah, the love has to be within God's boundaries and blessed by God. 啊，第一点。The first point. 这个真爱一定要从清洁的心生发出来的。First point is that this love has to come from a pure heart. Love has to come from the heart. The traditional character of love in Chinese it has the word heart also in it. In a simplified Chinese, they have removed this heart from the character love. It's very interesting the wisdom of creating this character in the Chinese ancestors that they emphasize how love has to have the heart. If your love is not taken out of your heart, then your this emotion is very surface. It's not real. Um, this also, this verse also emphasizes what kind of heart must love come from. We come back to Timothy's letter, the first chapter. Let's return to the verse we just looked at, First Timothy chapter one, 第五节 verse five. 这里说爱啊，是从清洁的心发出来。It says that the love must come from a pure heart. 什么叫清洁 ？What is pure? 第一就是它的动机一定是纯正的。First, the motive must be pure. 再来呢，它的思想是清洁的。Second, its conscience, its thought must be pure. 再来，因为它的动机也纯，思想也纯，所以它的行为出来也是很干净。And third, because its motive and thought are pure, then its conduct, its actions are also pure. If love has no pure heart, if the root of true love doesn't have a pure heart, he said, "Too romantic, too nice, too romantic." Then, no matter how nicely it's phrased, how earth-shaking this love episode is, Jesus said, Then um, it does not count, and Jesus uh, he really emphasized on people having a pure heart. 哎，我看马太福音五章的第八节。Let's take a look at the Gospel of Matthew chapter five. 马太福音五章八节。Gospel of Matthew chapter five, verse eight. 清心的人有福了，因为他们必得见神啊。Verse eight, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. 大家想不想见神？ 
Do we want to see God? 见神就是你以后死了，你如果醒过来的时候是在天国里面呢，看到神呢。Uh, when you pass away in the future, you open your eyes and you're in the heavenly kingdom face to face with God. 得见神就是以后能够得救的意思。Ah,、uh, seeing God means that you will receive salvation in the future. 还有呢，活着的时候也可以见到神呢。Also, when you're ah、uh, when you're alive, you can still see God. 就对神很有体验。Ah,、uh, in that you experience God deeply. 看神的旨意看得很清楚。You see His will fervently. 像约伯，他说：“哇，我从前风闻有你，现在我亲眼看见你。” Just like what Job said, um, in the past, I've, um, I've heard you, but today I have seen you. 对神呢有很深入的理解，很深刻的体会。This intricate and deep understanding of God Himself. 就像摩西啊，他跟神好像面对面讲话一样。Um, just like how Moses, he was able to almost face to face converse with God. 为什么古圣徒啊可以跟神有那么亲密的交通 ？Why is it that ancient believers had such intimate, um? Interactions with God. Because Moses, ah, and these people, they were very simple-minded. Moses and many others, they had such a simple heart. They had no evil intention. We know that a cup of water, if it's full of dirty water, it looks like it's dirty and unclean. If you imagine a glass of water, if there's a lot of debris, then it's not transparent at all. It looks foggy. No other dirty water. If there's no debris, you can see that the water is clean. You can see this glass of water all the way to the bottom. You know that it's crystal clear. 那这是形容爱呀、啊。This describes love. 神对人的爱就是那么清洁。The love that God has toward people is as crystal is as crystal clear as water. 我们看生命记七章七到八节。Let's go to Deuteronomy. 生命记第七章七到八节。Deuteronomy chapter seven verses seven to eight. 多。Deuteronomy chapter seven verse seven. The Lord did not set His affection on you and choose you because you are more numerous than other peoples, for you are the fewest of all peoples. Verse eight. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath He swore to your forefathers that He brought you out of a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Here, the Lord told His people, "Why do I love you?" Sometimes we people, why do I love you? Here the Lord told His people, "Why do I love you?" Sometimes when people love another person, they have their reasons. Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, "Why do you love me?" Otherwise, you can try to ask your spouse tonight, Uh, when they are choosing, they wouldn't choose the least、uh, good person in that room. 有的选，一定选最好的、最合理心意的嘛。You want to choose someone that pleases your eyes, someone that you like. 最漂亮的啦，最聪明的啦。Um, maybe the most beautiful, the most intelligent. 啊，他的职业又好，会赚钱。Um, someone with a good job, maybe they have good earning. 哦，他幽默。Oh, they're so funny. They make you laugh. 总有一些优点吸引到你。There are definitely traits that your spouse would have picked up on that they like. 那以色列百姓啊，他们觉得神怎么说什么选他们 ？At that time, the Israelite people they wondered to themselves, how come God chose us? 神说我专爱你们啊，拣选你们。And、uh, God told them that I have chosen you, I have selected you. 并不是因为你们人比别人多。It's really not because you were the most people. 原来你们人数比万民还小。In fact, you were the fewest of all nations. 说实在，以色列百姓的表现也不是太好。
And to be honest, their、uh, their conduct, their performance wasn't that good either. So why did God choose them? It's because God loved them. But God did not love them because their conduct was better than anyone else's. But it was because he swore to their forefathers that he will bring them out of、um, slavery and the power of Pharaoh. Because God is a faithful God. So, so God's love for us, we can see that. We can see that the kind of love God has towards men. Not for himself. Not selfish. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. This love, why does he love? He loves unconditionally, just because of this. Ah, 也不是因为他表现很好，我们才爱他多一点。It's not because um the people had good performance or good conduct. 那这个清洁的心很重要。This pure heart is very important. 你今天想一想，我们自己摸一摸我们的心呢 ？Today you can touch your heart. 你对别人的爱。The love you have toward other people. 我们今天下一页，是否出自于清洁的心？ You can ask whether it has been out of a pure heart. 还是有别的动机呢 ？Or has there been other motives? 我们都知道，如果别人爱你是因为有某个动机的，你听了也不高兴。We know, um, you you can think that if you find out someone else's love toward you had ulterior motives, you probably would feel uncomfortable. 比如说，他跟你结婚，就是因为你家里很有钱，那你听了肯定，我不要跟别人结婚。For example, if you hear something like your spouse married you because you're from a wealthy family, you may second guess this wedding now. His love is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. It is not out of genuineness. This is not pure. Um, but、uh, if you love that person because they're handsome or beautiful, they're from a good family background, has a good job. And、uh, this kind of love is not only restricted to between husband and wife. You love this person. Um, you can love anyone with an ulterior motive. 是不是你想从他那边得到什么的帮助 ？Is it because you want their help in some way? 还是你是想说我爱他，就是因为神就是爱。Or do you tell yourself that you will love them because God loves them? We look at First John chapter four, verse seven. First John chapter four, verse seven. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. 啊、Here it says that dear friends, love comes from God. 曾经有一位弟兄呢，他自己一个来信主。There was a brother once he came to believe by himself. 他搬到一个地方。He moved to this place. 他没有什么的物质的东西。He doesn't have a lot of stuff. 啊，那也很穷。He was quite、uh, poor, actually. Yeah, 自己一个信主也没有其他的家族成员在教会。And、he came to believe、um, on his own. He had no family or relatives in the church. 甚至他的种族啊，跟教会里面其他的弟兄姐妹都不一样。Um, on the other hand, uh, his uh, ethnicity was quite different from the norm within the church. 但是呢，去到教会里面，这个小教会很有爱心。But when he went to this church, this church was small, but it had so much love. 大家没有因为他的工作很卑微看不起他。No one looked down upon him because of his lowly job. 也不会因为他种族不一样啊排挤他。And no one uh, uh, marginalized him because he was of a different ethnicity. 反而特别照顾他。On the other hand, they they took a special care of him. 每次来教会，很多人就抢着跟他讲话。Each time when he came, people wanted to talk to him. 虽然他的语言跟大家不是很通。
even though there were some language barriers. And when there were food to take home, people often gave him a share. He was very touched. One time he asked, How come you're so good to me? I don't really have much to give in return. The brothers and sisters said, We love God. God is love. We love you because we love God. We love you because God loves us. You don't have to think about it too much or you don't have to think of ways to repay. We will continue to love you. If all of us have this kind of crystal clear pure love, then there will be much less disagreement or a misunderstanding between people. This is a very real society. Sometimes we take these all too real components into the church, into our friendships, or into our families. This kind of love will not be genuine. We love not because they're worthy of love. Because, not because they're lovable. And not because they may be able to benefit you in the future. We have to love from a pure heart. Because God is love itself. The second point. The roots of true love have to grow from a good conscience. And it says this in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. A good conscience in Chinese says a conscience without guilt. What is conscience? It's quite clear when your conscience is not settled. Um, there is the saying in Africa that says a perfect conscience is the best pillow. Clean conscience. Uh. A clean conscience is a is the best pillow. Wow, why is that? When you have a good guiltless conscience, you can have a wonderful sleep at night. If you always do little things that are against your conscience, it can definitely keep you up at night. So what is conscience? Let's go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The lamp of the Lord searches the spirit of a man, it searches out his inmost being. Conscience is the lamp that God has placed within the hearts of men. It doesn't have much to do with your education, your cultural background, and your past experiences. It even doesn't have anything to do with how much Bible you have read. Sometimes when you have done something that is against God's will, against the truth, you will feel bad in your heart. 
Because this lamp of conscience will start to ignite. It will start to rebuke you. For example, you go and buy something outside. And the cashier gave you change. They gave you extra change by accident. And you and you are so happy, I just earned $50. You don't say anything and you take this extra cash with you. But uh, as um, when you're about to tuck this money into your purse, you, st- you start hearing this voice inside. How can I take this? If um, I take this, I'm being dishonest. Also, if I took this home, then um, uh, the, this cashier may have to repay that $50 out of their own salary. So you were about to tuck this dollar bill into your pocket and you said, uh, actually you gave me more than you should have. Your instinct was to be greedy, but this lamp of conscience poked you and told you to do the right thing. Especially these days that self-checkouts are more and more popular. A lot of things you can actually cheat on. Even though there are cameras usually, but there's a lot of ways to get around it. For example, um, a really expensive fruit, you can uh, you can punch it in as some uh, generic brand. For example, the uh, premium Hawaiian organic imported uh, papaya that is $3.99 per pound, you can punch it in as the generic one for $1.99 per pound. Some people are dishonest. Um, they say that they put they are taking zero bags so they won't be charged, but they take a dozen with them. These kind of little actions are hard to catch even with a camera. So it really depends on whether you have a good conscience. Uh, people who um, are most who people who are always honest, they have a nice and bright conscience. But why are there times when the lamp of conscience does not light up? There's um, people have conscience, but there are some people their conscience does not kick in. The people who get into fistfights or belong to gangs or deal drugs, they will say that I have nothing to be sorry for, I'm protecting my brothers. Or even people who break the law, they will say, I do have a conscience. What I'm trying to say is that most of the conscience in people's hearts today are incomplete. Let's take a look at Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Um, here it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Why would conscience break? 
because their sin. 人犯了罪之后，良心就不是那个神当初造的那个完美的良心。As soon as man have sinned, then their conscience is no longer the complete version when God planted it in their heart. 你看这个太阳本来很亮。It's like you look at the sun; it's so bright. 但是有东西，有这个月亮把它挡住了，它都就不亮了。But if the moon is in the way, then it will no longer shine. 人本来有完好的良心。Ah,、uh, people have um originally a complete conscience. 因为犯罪，我们的良心也不不亮了，不完完全了。However, because we have sinned, then the conscience we have is no longer complete. 所以有时候呢，我们会听到两种声音。Sometimes we may even hear two voices. 好，我们要很小心哦，两种声音，这个一个就是魔鬼的声音，一个就是天使的或者神的声音。We have to be very careful because one of these belong to God or an angel, and another one belongs to the devil. 啊，一个声音叫你贪钱呐。啊 ，one voice tells you to be greedy for money. 要你做坏事得罪神。Ah,、uh, do bad things、uh, go against God. 叫你不要去聚会了，不要听教会的啰啰嗦嗦。Um, it tells you to ah、uh, don't go to church, don't listen to sermon, don't listen to the pastor nag at you. 但是良心呢，会透过神的话语想要提醒你。Yet your conscience, um, through God's word, will still remind you. 好了，那我们每天都要做选择，你要要不要听良心的声音？ It turns out that we have to make choices every day whether to listen to our conscience. 那如果你不听良心的声音？ If you do not listen, this conscience will get more and more bad. This conscience,、uh, the light will dim, will、uh, dim each day. 到最后呢，你就干脆把这个良心都丢丢了。And uh, uh, at the end of the day, it will become useless. You might as well throw it out. 我们看提摩太前书一章十九节。Let's go to First、uh, Timothy chapter one verse nineteen. 提摩太前书一章十九节。First Timothy chapter one verse nineteen. Verse nineteen, holding onto faith and a good conscience, some have rejected these and so have shipwrecked their faith. 二十节 Verse twenty, among them are, are、uh, among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. 保罗说啊，有一些人呢、啊，也是变成没有良心。Paul said that some people have been have become people without conscience. 就是不是没有信神的外邦人哦。It's not people, Gentiles, who do not believe in God. Paul 指出许米乃还有亚历山大这两个都是教会里面大家应该知道的人，应该也是工人。And Paul especially pointed out Hymenaeus and Alexander, are well-known people, believers within the church. 就算不是长老之师啊，可能也是一般的重要的工人。And whether um they're deacons or just holy workers. 但是呢，保罗说他们就丢弃了良心。Ah,、uh, Paul pointed out that they have thrown away their conscience. 好的工人有可能会变坏。Good workers can be corrupt. 只要你把良心丢掉了，那就没有用了。They become corrupt if they throw away their conscience. 所以我们要常常听听良心的声音。We have to always listen to the voice of our conscience. 保罗说啊，你丢弃了良心，就等于船破了一样啊。Paul described how if you reject your conscience, it's like you're shipwrecking your faith. 船破了，大家有没有看过船破了的样子 ？Have you ever seen a shipwreck? 啊，船卡在浅的地方，漏水了，停在那边不能动了。Often it looks like a ship that is um stuck in the shallows. It's leaking and it can no longer move. 最近的世界的大新闻，强龙的一一条这个超级大游轮在苏尔斯运河卡住了，搁浅了。And、uh, there was this huge news about this、uh, giant cruise ship that was stuck in a man-made canal. 现在全世界航运最繁忙的这个海上通道被卡住了。And so now the most、uh, common, the most commonly used、uh, river canal is now stuck. 这个这个船很大、啊。
this ship is huge. But if it's broken, then it can no longer be used. It becomes garbage. Um, unless someone goes and saves it. 不然的话,它破在那边,如果又漏水,又受损的话,以后都没用了。But um, if it stays there and it's leaking, it's starting to rust, then it will be no use in the future. 所以如果弟兄姐妹,我们不听良心的声音,没有好的良心。Brothers and sisters, if you continue to ignore your conscience, you will no longer have a good conscience.因为所谓的爱啊,我爱神,我爱人啊,这个爱不完全。then this love, supposed love toward men, toward God, it will no longer be complete. So we really have to lean on God to have a good conscience. If conscience is useless, then you are useless. And uh, there is this cartoon, you can see that uh, this young person is using a computer. And, uh, or maybe a middle-aged person. And every time he uses the computer, there is an angel and a devil sitting on his screen. What are you going to search? What are you going to look at today? No one knows your search history. Your wife doesn't know what you're looking up. And the devil said, come, 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 look at this. Uh, but the conscience said, don't listen to him. You should, you should not go to these uh, certain websites. Uh, not only toward computers, but you really have a lot of temptation in your life. So true uh, love will come from a pure heart and a good conscience. So how do we truly love God? Uh, in our conduct, in our thought, let's not go against our conscience. How do you truly love your spouse? Uh, when you do things, do not go against your conscience. How do you know whether you have gone against your conscience? First, if uh, when you do something, you're trying to hide it from others, it's a sign that you have already gone against your conscience. For example, um, someone comes to your desk, you slam your laptop shut, you don't want them to see what you were looking at. Then you're going against your conscience. Then it's not a good thing. You're having this secret conversation with someone and you delete it as soon as the conversation is over because you don't want your spouse to see. Uh, then that is also an example. You do these things and you don't dare um, allow your uh, manager to find out. This is also something going against your conscience. When you want to hide something, it's uh, most likely that you're already going against conscience. So how do we achieve a good conscience? A few points here is one, you have to follow the truth. You have to uh, set your conscience to the standard of the truth and not to the standard of yourself. Uh, the person who listens to sermon often reads the Bible, their conscience will be bright. 
Um, the second is do not ignore the movement of the Bible. When you feel the poke and prod of the conscience warning you, do not ignore that. Do not be stubborn and break through the barrier that the conscience is trying to keep you in. We have to repent. And additionally, uh, when someone wrongs you, you have to reflect. Let's talk about the third point. The root of true love, it has to come from a sincere faith. Here um, it says that love comes from faith. True love comes from this firm belief in God. Without a belief in God, people can still have love. Uh, aiding the poor, fundraising, doing good deeds. But true love comes from a sincere faith. Let's take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, a very familiar verse. And here, um, now these three remain. There's faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. We often emphasize the last phrase, the greatest is love. But where does love come from? It comes from faith. If you do not believe in God, you do not believe in the truth, then you will not love God because you do not know Him. If you know God, then you will use His love to love man. It gives you a hope. Because in the future, um, uh, God will reward you according to what you have done. No matter how, how bitter my situation is, I will have hope. Because then out of this hope, will, uh, uh, love will be born. Even though my situation is full of tribulation, I will still love. Because I have this hope. So realistically, this love is born of faith. Uh, the question now is, the faith that we have, is it real or fake? You may ask, Pastor, is there such thing as true and false faith? And uh, Paul made it very clear that your faith has to be sincere. Let's take a look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Um, Paul, he said that Timothy has the sincere faith. The sincere faith has been passed on from generation to generation. Um, all the way from his grandmother Lois. Lois had sincere faith because she was simple-minded. Same with the mother of Timothy. 
down to the third generation, Timothy also had a very sincere faith. So, we sometimes ask ourselves, it's worthwhile to ask ourselves this faith that we have toward God, is it true or is it false? This pandemic really is a test of whether our faith is sincere or insincere. Without the pandemic, we came to church every week. Everyone is about the same. We come and report our presence at church. We listen to one or two sessions, we stay for lunch. These are the components that people can see. And everyone's doing the same activities. But does your heart really believe? What kind of attitude do you have toward God? What kind of attitude do you have toward your faith? Uh, the pandemic has lasted a year, and I think this test has some results to show. Some people, their attitude, their heart toward God is not is uh, disingenuous. We don't have to come to church. That's actually a terrific thing. No one will snag me about not coming to church. I can be at home, I can listen if I want to, if I don't, it's not a big deal. No one knows what I'm doing. Is your heart saying this to God? If we have this true, sincere faith and even if you cannot physically be at the chapel, it will not change your heart toward God. It will not change your conduct. On the contrary, you will it will be the opposite that you are hoping and praying to return to church one day. Now, even though I temporarily I temporarily cannot come to church, I have to find ways to maintain my relationship with God. It's similar to um, if a uh, husband and wife they're temporarily separated for a few months or a year. Perhaps because um, one of the spouses have work have to work abroad. Um, however, um, this couple they have true love, so they will say no to temptation. This love has been tested through trials, it is true. So the pandemic is a way to test our faith. It has been uh, a year since the pandemic started, and there's been some results for some people for sure. And uh, if your faith is true, then there's a saying that true gold um, will not fear the test of fire. So we have to ask ourselves, our faith toward God, is it sincere, is it true? Um, in 1 Timothy, Paul said this thing. 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1, uh, verses 3 to 4. First Timothy chapter one verse three. As I urged you when I went to Macedonia, stay there in 
Ephesus so that you may, you may command certain men not to teach false doctrine any longer, or, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. These promote controversies rather than God's work, which is by faith. Here, Paul instructed Timothy to uh, warn these people. Some people's faith are not simple. They have departed. They are no longer evangelizing the truth, but they are teaching false doctrine. And um, including devoting themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Um, why are they talking about um, each uh, generation of genealogy? And um, um, some people, they don't like to talk about God's uh, a command or love or um, the doctrines, but they want to talk about special, unique, innovative Christian topics. They want to explain things that no one has ever explained before, topics that no one has heard of before. Is this kind of faith simple? Uh, because if your um, faith is simple and sincere, then so has to be your do your doctrine. Also, the motivation of your worship is it simple and straightforward. Let's take a look at verses six to seven. First Timothy chapter one verse six. Some have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. Seven. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. Here it says that some people are not uh, talking about um, what is true and what is right. They're talking uh, meaningless talk and they don't know what they're saying. Why are they doing this? It's because they want to become teachers of this law. But they actually don't even know what they're talking about. Some people want to uh, talk about deep, deep topics. This, these uh, mysteries are really difficult to understand. Uh, there was this one time someone was leading a sermon, they went very deep. And so um, a few members after the sermon asked the sermon leader. Um, excuse me, uh, you talked about such a deep topic, can you explain it further to us? We really had trouble understanding. And the sermon leader said, how can you possibly understand what I'm saying? I don't even understand. If I don't understand, then how can you possibly understand? And so the uh, people thought, well, if you don't understand, then what were you talking about? And uh, perhaps uh, if you talk about something that everyone understands, then no one will admire you. But if you say something and no one understands, then people will, will scratch their head and think that you're amazing. 
so at the end of the day, whether you're worshiping, doing holy work, or serving, uh, you have to ask yourself this one question. Are you really doing this to serve God? Or are you serving yourself or even performing? Whether your faith is true, you will know. And the devil also knows whether um, you are putting on an act or if it's sincere. Of course, God knows as well. Maybe you are able to deceive others, but you cannot deceive God. Uh, and also, even if you can deceive men for a moment, you may not be able to deceive so, them a lifetime. So, so our love, it has to come from a sincere faith. Your uh, love, it doesn't come from thin air, it has roots. Um, this faith, it has to be genuine, it has to be true. Um, same thing, faith without conduct is false. Let's go to James chapter 2. James chapter 2, verse 17. James chapter 2, verse 17. Verse 17 says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Here it tells us how faith becomes true. Faith has to be accompanied by action. You heard so many uh, uh, truths, uh, uh, so much sermon you've believed your whole life. You can ask yourself how much of what I've heard did I put it into action? Um, some people, uh, because of the pandemic, they're at home all the time. Internet is convenient, so they've been listening to a lot of sermons. Um, and as soon as they have heard a lot of sermon, they start to become boastful. They are listening to a sermon in each time zone all over the world. Some people are even listening to sermon during mealtime. And uh, some of their family members say, can we please eat dinner in silence? Listening to sermon, uh, it's a good thing, but you don't have to listen to it 24-7. Because it's not about the quantity. You listen to a lot. But if your action remain the same, then it's the same. Then how can you say that your faith is true? You really have no reason not to change your action if you have listened to that much sermon. Uh, if you have listened to a lot of sermon yet your actions do not change, then there's something wrong. If your faith is not accompanied by action, then it is dead. When you listen to sermon, it's very important to write down the key points and to reflect your actions upon it. Each time you listen to a sermon, you have to grasp at least one theme and uh, make a commitment that I will do or I will change this. If you can make one change per week, that's sufficient. You don't have to listen to a hundred sermons. 
just uh, invest yourself in one sermon and be committed to make one change that will be adequate. This we have not done. Have you done that? So, um, in truth, the roots of true love. It comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. So, it is born. It is born from that. Let's sing a hymn. Three hundred and thirty. 